Well, hey, leaders, welcome to Group Talk at thebridge.me, where life is better together and leading is better together. Now, if you're listening to this when we air it in March, that means that you have survived Snowpocalypse 2021 and uh, you have power again. So congratulations. Hopefully your water's back as well. Now, uh, we're getting back on this thing. We're, we're a little delayed because of Snowpocalypse. So you're going to get a treat this month and you're going to get two podcasts. The first one I'm very excited about because we have the one and only Kenny Dean to help us talk about small groups. Now, let me tell you something about Kenny. When I came to the bridge a long time ago, Kenny was the group life director at the bridge, and um, he did a a few other things as well. So I'm excited to have him on the podcast today to talk all things groups. Kenny Dean, how are you? Yes, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Well, Kenny, um, you have had a few different roles at the bridge, but yes. your first role was group life director. Yes. How long ago was that when you were doing that? It's coming up on 18 years. Whoa. 18. You've been at the bridge for 18 years? I cannot believe it. That's dude. a full adult. I came here with one daughter at two years old, and now two sons, two dogs later. It, yeah. Life goes by fast, man. I remember when we got here, Valerie was uber prego with Zach (laughs) to the point where she wasn't even singing. And so we're visiting the church. Valerie wasn't singing. I think it was in the summer. So you were doing a series in the first four or five Sundays, you were the only preacher. And I was like, is this guy the lead pastor? Because his name's not Scott Rainbow. (laughs) I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, We didn't want Valerie on stage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Could have happened any moment. Hey, absolutely. That would have been a Sunday to remember for sure. Um, well, Kenny, tell us tell us a little about yourself, okay? You've been at the bridge for 18 years. Let's get to the nitty-gritty. What is your favorite place to eat? Come on now. So I'm still looking for a sponsorship from uh, Torchy's Tacos. Absolutely. You know, if I get a patch or something, In I'll In Jesus' name. I'll rub them all day long. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Torchy's Tacos, it, it's, it's amazing. I love it. The queso is incredible. What taco are you getting? Uh, I get the Baja shrimp every time. That's good. And the queso. You, the queso. You, you get a little oh, personalized queso. Dude, I swim in the queso. Let me tell you, if you ever get the opportunity to go eat with Kenny, please do it because he always knows like the little, oh, try this sauce or try this <laughs> side. This, I'm, a, this, I'm a sauce dude. This non-menu lie. item. Um, all right. What about family vacation? Family favorite family vacation? Oof. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, they're all different. They're all special. Uh, so Valerie and I just celebrated 25-year anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> Applause in the yes, audience. Yes, 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 yes. And so, uh, you know, our very first vacation, of course, was our honeymoon together. We went to Crested Butte, Colorado. Oh. And being from Mobile, Alabama, that was our first time to ever see snow. What? Ever. Wow. We get off the plane. I get that. And of course, it's just snow everywhere. And Valerie's first comment is, it's so white. <laughs> As opposed to yeah, well, blue or red. Yeah, what kind of snow have you... Well, I guess, you know, you never know in Alabama. You know, that's right. I mean, I get it. I get yeah. it. So I get it. Fun. Well, that, that is fun. fun. That is yeah. fun. Well, tell me this, because again, like I said, when I came here, you were leading groups at, at the bridge. How did you get involved with small groups in your ministry career? Okay, so that's a great question. Before I came here, I was serving at a church in Bossier City, Louisiana. And I'd been there for a year. And then I start hearing about this thing called small groups. Mm -hmm. And, you know, back then we didn't have podcasts. So it would be in a book that you were reading or something like that. 
And there were two churches that I kept hearing talk about small groups. And it was Willow Creek Church in Chicago and then Saddleback Church in California. Mm -hmm. And I didn't didn't really know what it was. I'd been a part of something called Sunday School my whole life. for sure. It was on Sunday, but it was nothing like school, so that was a weird name. But that's how I grew up. That's how we did it back then. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. So I remember going home and telling Valerie, hey, what if we uh, do this thing called a small group? Mm-hmm. And her response was, well, what is that? Mm-hmm. My response was, I don't really know, to be honest. <laughs> I think we have people over at the yeah. house, and we feed them, and we talk about life. I, I don't know. Yeah. She was game for it. Sure. So she cooked spaghetti that night. She didn't know how much to cook. We She cooked enough to feed the neighborhood. That nice. is no joke. Hey, dude. shoot big, man. <laughs> shoot big. We had invited three couples. Three other couples we'd never even met before showed up. Okay. And I'm talking about different walks of life. Yeah, uh, I might even share some of this story uh, this Sunday, as a matter of fact. But it, it forever changed our life. Yeah. Forever. Matter of fact, I talked with a guy from that small group this past week on the phone. He just called me out of the blue. Wow. It was, we walked through some tough, tough times in that group. With, yeah. Um, you know, uh, crack addiction. Uh, we walked through a, a couple who they were told in the pregnancy, your child won't live beyond a week. Oh, my goodness. And the doctor saying, we can take care of that. And the oh couple going, goodness. I don't think so. We'll wow. ride it out. And a week later, as a small group, we're having a funeral for this couple. Yeah. We had some unbelievable times. We would just laugh together. Yeah. Chocolate chip cookies were our favorite. So yeah. it wasn't if we were having chocolate chip cookies every night. How many were we? The having? best part of group is food. No doubt about I mean, it. Yes, we get life change in Jesus. Jesus food, falls under yes. there, but food and dessert That's is right. at the top. If you don't have a good food <laughs> palate for your group, it's your group's probably going to die. So yeah, you know. but that group changed our life, yeah. and we have been in small groups, uh, you know, for twenty years or whatever. Yeah, now. wow, so, yeah. That's incredible. That's yeah. incredible. Now, when you came to the bridge, what did groups kind of look like? At the bridge when you kind of showed yep. up on the scene. Yep. So uh, it was a Sunday school uh, model church. Okay. And there were five adult small groups that had been, it was kind of like a trial. Right. Are these small groups going to work? Got it. And then I was brought here to transition the entire church into small groups. And the great thing about that was we were moving into a new building that had no Sunday school space. Nice. So either you're in a small group That's or right. you're not. Nice. However, the one thing I do appreciate about Scott's vision was we're going to go all in on this. Yeah. Churches that struggle with small groups, it, they're not all in. Yeah. It's almost like an option for people, and either you're all in or you're all out. Right. And I think that's what I loved from the get-go was yeah. we were going to be a church that were all in with small groups. Yeah. No matter what it looked like, no matter what it took, yeah. no matter how messy it got mm-hmm. and figuring it out, we were going to do it. And God blessed, and uh, it's still blessing to this day. I, I got to tell you, when we came to the bridge, that was something that was so encouraging because... We had kind of, we had been in Nacogdoches, me and Shannon, and we were at a church that kind of did both. They had some small groups, but they definitely had a heavy Sunday school presence. And then we helped launch a church in North uh, East Houston that just, it was, there was maybe two dozen people there. And so yeah. not really a, a small group focus, but we knew we wanted small groups. So when Joel Owens p- pitched to come to the bridge and we were arrived and we got into Nick and Mandy Schooler's small group hmm. and we had, Shannon was super pregnant with Noah at the time. And like you said, man, it, it, it took one time yeah. just to be like, okay, this is a lifestyle now. Yeah, and it's right. absolutely incredible. Well, you've led a few groups in your day yeah. uh, here. What what have you enjoyed about leading a small group? 
Well, my my favorite moment in a small group is actually my favorite moment in a Sunday service when I'm teaching, okay, or when you're teaching or uh, Kurt's teaching. It's that aha moment. Yes, it's yeah. that moment you see someone's eyes light up or their facial expression, and it's like. Maybe they've heard it their entire life, but for whatever reason, they get it mm-hmm. right then. Yeah. Uh, maybe they've never heard it, yep. and they're like, "Wait a minute, okay, say that again." Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love those moments. I love the aha moments. Those are a- absolutely incredible moments. Well, what are some of the the difficulties that you've experienced yeah. as, as a group leader or even a group life director? No, that see. Here's the other side of the coin. Yeah. <laughs> you can't build a small group on aha moments. Yes, that's true. And when when you're a communicator or when you're a stage personality that God's gifted you for whatever reason from the stage, that doesn't translate to a small group very well yeah. most of the time. Right. Because it's a different environment. That's right. And so for me, I think just just learning what a great small group leader is like. Mm-hmm. Is different than what I'm really what I enjoy doing yeah. on the stage, and so aha moments don't change lives because it's not. There's a phrase that says knowledge is power. Yeah, yeah, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> knowledge might be the aha moment you get when you learn something. Yeah, but what is true is the application of the knowledge you just got. Mm-hmm. That's the power. Mm-hmm. And that comes in asking really good questions as a small group leader. And I stink at that. Sure. I stink at asking good questions. Um, I'd rather just give the information because I know it. That's right. And let's just jump to it. Here's what it is. Anybody got any questions? Yeah. So my default on question asking would be, well, what do you think about that? (laughs) Okay, what do you, okay, wait, he's asleep. Uh, What what do you think about that? You know, and that was the extent. Absolutely. Um, I'll tell you, if you've not watched The Chosen, okay. when you watch it, you will watch an expert question asker in the guy who plays Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, we were into our fourth or fifth episode, and we were watching it, and Valerie said that. She went, that's how you lead a small group right there with questions. Yeah. Um, it was very, that was an aha moment for me. For sure. And watching that series. For sure. Uh, yeah. Well, that's great. That, and you are so right in all that. Okay, so you've been at the bridge and, and you've you've done the group life. You were a campus pastor. Now you're lead pastor. How have you seen groups evolve over your 18, 18 years? It's a big number, Kenny. It is a big number. <laughs> but how have you seen groups evolve over those 18 years? Um, I, I think there are, there are two things. Uh, there may be more, but just two that come to my mind. One... The way people get connected in group, yeah, that's changed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we uh, we've had big events where if you're not connected in the group, come to the come to the event. Yeah, then we'll help you get connected, find a leader. Um, we've done that. Um, we've done the uh, the the booklets. Mm-hmm. Um, still do the booklets. Sure. And now you guys are doing it differently with a small group in a box. Right. And so, what I love about our heart is we don't care how you get in the that's group. Right. That's just right. Just get in a group. That's right. So I hope that always changes and evolves yeah. on how we can help people just because culture changes, mm-hmm. schedules change, time change. Yeah. And so helping people get in groups, I think, will always change. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a change that is taking place. I could be wrong on this, but it, uh, it seems like back in the day, people joined groups primarily for friendships. Yeah. 
yeah, I need friends. I want friends. Let's do community together. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Everything's right with that. But it seems like, and it might be, Marshall, because of what we've all experienced in 2020 and just the conflict and the chaos Mm -hmm. and social media's opinions. I think people are more hungry now for the truth that are given in small groups than the community that's experienced. Yeah, I'll tell you, my couple small group, I've I've noticed that, and so we're going through the starting point curriculum where it's just down to the nitty-gritty because so many people in our group over this past year have just asked so many questions about truth, about the Bible. That's right. And so I just said, well, let's just take eight weeks or ten weeks and, and just hit all these topics because you're absolutely right. There, there's, there's starting to be a, a line that's being drawn where people have to choose what do you believe yeah. and, and what are you choosing to, to put your trust in. That's right. If your group is only meeting for community, mm-hmm. that's where it will stop. Yep. Yeah. It'll stop at community. And on the other hand, if it only, if you get in and it's all truth, 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 right. you know, yeah. just, just give that time, see how that works yeah. out for you. Couple right? Weeks. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But I do think people are more hungry for the truth. And if we're really honest, it's because we're living in a day and a generation. We, we don't know the Bible. Yeah. We don't know the Bible. Yeah. But we're hungry for it. That's and right. I love that. I Absolutely. think it's a great opportunity for group leaders to really dive into scripture. 100%. I think people are hungry for it. Well, you know, on, on that topic, you know, just given the year that we've had as a church, as a, as a world a country, um, and as we kind of move forward into 2021, I mean, what is your hope for groups for this year and then even beyond as, as things somewhat get back to normal um, yeah. and we move forward as a church? Well, I think that's a really good word, beyond. Yeah. Right? Uh, again, in the past, it was community uh, growing your relationship with God and with each other. Yeah, that's kind of been the 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 mode for small group ministry right. here, and I love those two things. Yeah. But I'm just curious now if there is a a a third kind of wave coming for small groups, and I think it's actually already here. That again, you're not stopping at the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. You're not stopping in someone's home. It's what is your mission as a small group? Yeah. It really is true that small groups that serve together stay together. That's right. When you can come together going, what what do we want to accomplish to make a difference in the world? Yeah. Um, that it's no longer consumer-driven. Yeah. It really is, I want to contribute. Mm. And and I think the younger generation actually absolutely wants to make a difference with their life. Mm, for sure. When that bleeds over into small groups, I think you're on to something that is so powerful. Yeah. Matter of fact, um, I was talking with another church leader in Florida. There is a small group next to their church. Their mission is to reach every uh, stripper in a stripper joint down the street from where they meet. Wow. It's a ladies' wow. group. I should probably mention that. Well, I, I was you looking know, at you kind of funny. Be, you can't see the look I was giving Kenny right there. That might like, be important. Um, it's a ladies' group. With this, a former and, addiction group. And the, and the stories that are coming from yeah. that group are amazing. And so it just got my mind rolling going, wow, imagine if our small groups became so mission-minded that, number one, it adds life to the group. Yep. Because when you stop doing ministry together, it will die. Give it time. Yeah. I don't care how great of a group leader you are. Right. If you're not serving somehow within the church, outside of the church, mm-hmm. second mile, whatever it is for you, just give it time, it'll die. But what if you could come together going, hey, listen, we did. We live next to this restaurant row. Mm-hmm. 
Let's just adopt every restaurant, and we're going to see how we can bless every owner of the restaurant and the employees. I'll be a part of that group. Absolutely. Yeah. And so what if our groups started thinking like that? And the reason I say that is because coming out of 2020 and now in 2021, the opportunities yes. to serve people yeah. are limitless. That's right. They really are. And so I think the missional component of small groups is 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 something you'll start seeing, and yep. I think it's desirable right now for people. 100%. 100%. Um, man, this has been great. Uh, I know our leaders are going to get a lot from this and just be super encouraged. And, and this is what I want to say, too, small group leaders. We are so blessed to have uh, a guy like Kenny who is so for groups. I know if you're if you hear him teaching, you will always tell him the rows don't know it's it's all about group life. And so thank you guys so much for all that you do. I know y'all are getting involved in in your community and you're getting messy in your groups and, and everything like that. But Kenny, what's what's one thing that you would like uh, our leaders to leave with today? Man, if I could share one thing with you, you are the backbone for our church family. Yeah, that's right. You are. Yeah. I think Sunday mornings uh, is a place where people make decisions. Groups is the place where they grow. Yeah, Decisions are made in large groups. Growth and life change happens in small groups. So without you as a small group leader, the depth of our church, the sustained life change. Yeah, People's lives can be changed That's in the worship right. service. But it's the sustained life change and marriages that truly look at one another going, wow, if they did it, we can do it. That's right. We, we're we're, we're going to put the towel back in the bin. We're not throwing That's it right. in yet. That happens, I truly believe, mm. in a circle. And if you're leading a circle right now, I'm just telling you God is four circles. And when you read scripture, he just pulls up a seat in the circle that says, I'm really excited to yeah. be here. Let's see what I can do. That's right. That is so good. That is so good. And I... I'm very excited about this year. I'm excited about the Me beyond. Uh, our group leaders are, are fired up. And with this small group in a box movement that's happening, it's yes. God is, you can just tell God's favor is is on the bridge right now. And that's super exciting. That's because right. Because so much life change is happening. But thank you so much for being here, Kenny. Thank you for having me. Uh, group leaders, we love you. We can't wait to see you next time. And uh, y'all have a great week. Peace.